good, the bad, the ugly. Welcome to Sustain Nutrition's podcast, Chewing the Fat, where Joe and James will be discussing all things good, bad and ugly regarding training and nutrition. So pull up your pants, put your best foot forward and get ready for some serious oral pleasure. Without further ado, here are your hosts, Joe and James. Nutrition? You're all serious there. You always be serious there. Chewing the Fat Podcast Episode. 57. 57? Were you on a time wall? 59! <laughs> Just my age. Joe, as I edge closer to these mince pies with Fenton's nose, it is Christmas. What are we talking about? Food labelling. And? Fat loss? <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> oh, it's my mum texting. Um, cool. So, in the news <laughs> yesterday, it was, and today, oh, it keeps going. And maybe tomorrow. And possibly even the day after. Uh, the government are talking or speculating about putting exercise guidelines um, on food labels according to the calorie value of that. So we are going to discuss our thoughts on said topic. Yes. So it's called pace labeling. First off. Which I have Googled next to me so I can remember what it stands for. Physical activity calorie equivalent. There you go. So that's the smart science bit done. Bosh. I put... We thought we'd go out on the streets and ask the people. And by that, I mean I put up a poll on Instagram. Do you get um, responses? Yeah, mm. thousands. My phone nearly melted. <laughs> but the same amount of people who leave reviews on these podcasts. Hundreds. So about 11. Right, cool. Hundreds. Um, shut up. Yes, so I just asked, you know, if the kind of exercise guidelines, if it said, like, if you eat X, Y, Z, you need to do X, Y, Z amount of walking or running, I believe are going to be suggestions. Would that influence you? Your mother is going to tell you off for your again. <laughs> Would that influence your food choices? And you know how many said no? Do you know how many said yes? Because that'll tell you how many said no. <laughs> Out of 11, how many people said no? There were 11, there were hundreds. I don't know how many it was. Well, I don't know. It's going to be hard for me to judge then, isn't it? How many? What, yes, if I give you you a percentage? Number? Yes, number. percentage. Oh, 50. 50 what? Said what? Percent. <laughs> said what? Said yes or no? <laughs> 65% of you, the general public, said no! It would not influence their food choices. Uh, I was actually interested for a bit there. There you go. What are your thoughts? I think it would have more of an impact than the numbers. Because I think that, or even the colours, because everyone knows that a pizza is going to be higher carb, higher fat, higher calorie. But that doesn't really mean a lot to a lot of people, does it? I agree. I think 65%, I don't think I can't speak for them, but I think most people, I think a bigger percentage of people would be impacted than that figure suggests. I think a lot of people would go, oh my God, that is an awful lot of exercise that I don't do currently. Maybe I need a bit less. Mm. It's just going to make people more aware, isn't it? And I think I was in London the other day. London! And there was some of the outdoor exercise kit. And you just think, oh, what a load of crap this is. No one's ever going to use this. But it's it's kind of like brand awareness, isn't it? It just keeps these things on people's minds a bit more. Yes. And I think that the colours and the numbers don't do that. And I think the exercise would do a better job. I don't think it's going to change obesity. But it's going to 
have a, a you know an incremental impact, and I think that any incremental impact you can have is going to be a good thing. I think it's slightly double-edged sword for me. I agree with you. Like a lot of people don't understand calories, they don't know how many they're supposed to be eating, they don't necessarily equate their choices to kind of what's high. You know, there's a bit of confusion still out there, especially when it comes to booze. Yeah. <coughs> But then it's for me. It's kind of like where's where does it end? You know. So you you know we've got mince pies in front of us. Me and Joe just had a mince pie each. Shared it, fed it to each other. Romantic arms linked. <laughs> um, you know. So that's what it's going to be like. Two hundred and fifty calories, possibly more, because they're quite deep. Yeah, it probably would be actually. Sadly, and I obviously found the ones with the most icy sugar. Um, and bought some icy sugar as well. So that's going to say, right, now you need to, and obviously they're going to be really generic numbers, you need to run for 30 minutes or walk for 57 minutes or something like that. But then, how does that equate if I go and buy like a ribeye steak or if I go and buy some chicken thighs? Well, then that tell me that I need to run, you know, 45 minutes to burn off my steak. Is it going to be on all food choices? Is it going to give people like a warped idea of what, you know, the relationship with food is going to be like. On your avocado sort of thing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Are you going to be constantly, you know, is it going to make people more anxious about their food choices? Because everything, hate to break it to you, contains calories. Um, so yeah, is it going to make you more angsty and kind of nervous about all your food choices? Oh, chicken breast. Well, if I eat a chicken breast, then I've got to walk for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? It's Yeah. I think that in an ideal world... I think it's an answer, but possibly not the answer. And also, the answer you're not going to get, are you? Because no. what would be good would be to have on a pizza for it to be ranked. Is this the lowest calorie pizza? Is this a higher calorie pizza? But then, actually, that would be a good thing because it will force companies to do lower calorie options. Get the but, lower calorie one and then put cheese on it. But cheese. businesses aren't going to be up for that because it's going to risk their sales and their profits. So, And that's what you're always going to be fighting against is big business, isn't it? And you can't be seen to be doing things, you know, that's how politics works, isn't it, sadly? Um, do you know what I learned the other day? Is that every single US presidential election has been won by the, com uh, the campaign that had the most money? There you go. So, uh, is uh, the reason I'm saying it is because then, who is gonna, if you have been voted into office, who are you going to help? Are you gonna help the people that voted you or the people that funded it? Because the right. people that funded it have the biggest issue. And they're in Oh, and, conspiracy theories, here we go. 9-11, it's that job. And here and here <laughs> lies the issue of the food industry is that there's people who make billions of pounds and they're not gonna have their clients' best interests at heart. They're gonna be looking really for ways to make money. Yeah, and again, I think it, 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 Not to be too cynical and lefty and all that jazz. It does fall into almost the previous podcast that we did, like saying the real reason why you're fat. You know, he's always going to concur into your ownership of your choices. Like just said, you know, the pizza you're talking about, if you have that pizza and that's one meal in your week, then that's not necessarily a bad choice. And we'll kind of demonizing that with a punishment exercise. Is that a positive thing? Yeah, it's quite a hot one, isn't it? People saying that about, is it is it demonizing exercise something that has to be done? Well, no, like you said, because you can balance it through moderation. Or yeah, am I going to enjoy gonna, it? Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, it should be a celebration that you can actually do stuff, as opposed to punishment for food choices that you made. But if it's effective, and I think the studies 
have looked into this show that it made like a 65 calorie difference per meal, mm. then it's slightly better than before. You know, it's one step forward, isn't it? It's not fixing the issue and it's never going to fix the issue. No one's going to, you're not going to have people putting back bottles of red wine on a weekend or sending their takeaways back because they've suddenly realized how many calories are in and how much exercise it is to be the equivalent burn. But it's going to make people a bit more aware. And ultimately you can't, you know, in a society as ours where you can't enforce rationing or exercise. So, Rationing. It was when uh, the British population was at its healthiest. Yeah, part of eggs. Yeah. And, you know, limited sugar each week. But this is the the price we pay, isn't it? Is that you're going to have people overindulge in those things. Making bullets burns a lot of calories. Zip. I imagine. By hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just, you can say, it's a... It's a very tricky subject. And like you said, there's not going to be a right answer necessarily, but the whole kind of, like you just kind of, we both poo-pooed it. When, like, oh, the average person, average woman is 2,000 calories. The average guy is 2,000 oh, yeah. calories. Like, I'm not so sure. That's, I'd, be, I'd love to see the science on that. If you've got the average person, average man to eat 2,5 two and the average woman to eat 2,000 and see what happens. Yeah. Because I, my belief from what we've done is that you would see women packing on weight and guys and some of the guys too I think more of the guys get away with it I think it's probably a closer number for the average man I don't think it is for the woman but this is just me going off my own opinion it just depends massively doesn't it? you know there's so much individual variance out there I can't believe 2000 is the middle number because there's not many women who are getting away with putting in 2200 calories and losing weight or not, maintaining yeah. not unless they're pretty athletic yeah you need, you'd need to be to shift that amount of calories wouldn't you I think so and I, I think, think just that, that whole um, you know the, the two two of the two huge issues that you'll always see like as a nutrition coach or as a personal trainer or something like that is people under-reporting the amount of calories that they eat and then overestimating the amount of calories they burn through exercise. Now, on the off chance, I was doing my cardio today. Yeah, boring. <laughs> um, so at the moment we're doing this December challenge. What a great, great example you just set there. Good I man. did it though. <laughs> Doing the December challenge, so I do. I tend to do ten kilometers on a, an air bike, and then I'll do ten kilometers on the cross trainer. And I wear like a heart rate monitor, which is not super accurate because it, you know it's more accurate, but it's still a lot of guessing numbers. You know, it's not got my body composition, etc. Um, so it's still guessing at it. But it, you know, my heart rate monitor said I burn, I think, one hundred and twenty calories in the sixteen minutes. Stop doing that. And the uh, cross trainer, guess how many? In how long? 20 minutes? Yeah. 300. 560. No way. You've not shifted that <laughs> 20 minutes. Fuck. Have you carried it? Uh, it's like that it's like a same bot. <laughs> Maybe sprinting. Um, so that kind of it gives people like a warped idea of the calories. So if I was just purely going on that, I'd be like, oh, I could just go chug a bottle of wine now. And be in a, you know, in a calorie balance. It's oh, such that's a that's tough one, that, isn't it? Because you see it so... One of the big things I see... I don't is think people realise how hard it is sometimes to burn the right amount of calories. To, like, to lose fat. The amount of times that we get with our one-to-one clients and they'll be like, I drank 18 shots of Jägermeister, but I walked to the pub and back and it's a mile each way. Like, and oh, I staggered. <laughs> okay, yeah, what a zigzag. So it's probably about like six <laughs> miles. Um, all right, but that is going to burn... Fuck all calories. Yeah, that, that shifted a couple of those shots, hasn't it? And I think you, yes, see, you see it a lot of people on holiday, don't you, as well, where people go, I've had a day of all-out binging. You know, but I feel, I feel like I've worked it off. I hit 10,000 like, steps. And it's a tough one as a coach because you kind of have to bite your lip because sometimes, you know, two out of 10, people will actually 
not gain weight. It's just the eight out of ten that do, and are then upset by it. And it's you kind of got to work. You've got to kind of just work with what you've got, don't you? Yeah. So I think it's important to be aware of calories and kind of how many calories are burned and stuff like that. So. You know, and you know, one of the things that we do a lot with our kind of social media stuff is like I'll compare things that people will think are healthy with glasses of wine. Uh, you know how much the celebration is? This is going to be the post for tomorrow. Oh my Spoiler. god! Spoiler. I know how many five is, and it absolutely blew my mind. It's like seventy, isn't it? In one? No, there's more. Is it? Yeah. I'm talking celebrations, like mini bounties, mini Maltesers. How much is in one? Like 130 calories, which is the same as a glass of wine. No, I looked it up. Many. I looked it up yesterday. Yeah. And I ate three. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> I, I'll I look it up again and confirm. But yeah, it's. I think once you do that, and you know the same thing when people are drinking like, you know, glasses of Coke and glasses of orange juice and stuff like that. If you get that kind of comparison, so maybe they should do all the food levels and compare them to wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It, it would be a good idea. Compare it to like, uh, this is the equivalent to eating two donuts. You'd be like, oh, fuck that. Would, would you do it the other way with booze as well? Don't they do it with booze and say that a glass of wine is like, didn't they do that with like McDonald's stuff a while ago and say it's the same as eating chicken nuggets and chips four times if you've got a bottle of wine? I don't know. But it's just, it depends what you see as relevant, don't you? It depends what you see as excessive. Yeah. Because a lot of our clients, would say a glass of wine is only 130 calories, give or take, if you have a small, low calorie wine, but then we'll chug eight on a weekend. And it's, but, but wouldn't have, want to have a chocolate bar because they see that as high calories. Yes. Whereas for me, I would find it easier to justify having a sweet treat than I would alcohol, because I know a pint is 250 calories, and I go, that's quite a lot just for, one, just for one drink that doesn't give me that much. So it depends where your reference point is, because you're going to, it's the human nature isn't it, to justify and to go well actually that's not too many yeah. and people will always say that you know I'm saying if you had a pound every time someone said I eat quite well but you're here trying to lose weight it's and you a don't know how, so you're massive me. red flag in it yeah. I eat well most of the time except half of the week <laughs> except for Friday, Saturday, Sunday which is half of your week and it's such a tough one because you don't want to it comes across as very critical when you say to people, I appreciate what you're saying, but in my experience, it's wrong. Yes. <laughs> people don't want to hear that. So you have to phrase these things in the right way and people have to draw these conclusions themselves. I've got a lady at the moment who's trying to lose a stone and her food is really, really good and she has a few drinks a week, but she wants to lose a stone and at 11 stone, it's a big percentage of her weight. And I just said to her, you know, unfortunately to lose this much weight where you're currently maintaining, we're gonna to have to have a decent calorie shift. It's gonna to have to be the alcohol cuts down or a massive increase in your exercise. Yeah. You, you, it's so hard for people to hear because I've got a lady, a different lady who's maintaining at a higher weight and you know, is trying really hard and is making these sacrifices but it's not making a difference. And then you just have to accept that this is how it is and you have to change something. Sorry to just go off on a, on a random. No, no, it's I'll stay with it. There's got to be, I think, you know, people want this mystical thing where it's, you know, I want all the results, but I'm not prepared to change anything about my life. And that's just not going to happen. There needs to be some kind of restriction, like Joe said, you know, the example he said, where you've got to reduce either your input or your output. And there's going to be a point where you can't reduce your input uh, nutritionally anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So there's something's got to give. So if your calories aren't coming from, protein, fats and carbohydrates and they're coming from alcohol, you don't really want to reduce your protein, your fats and carbohydrates anymore because you're going to be really fucking hungry. Yeah, it's going to make your life shit. Yeah, and then the same thing, you know, if then if you massively increase your output to compensate for these calories that are coming from, say, like wine or uh, snowballs, it's Christmas, avocado, festive, like eggnog, um, 
then the odds are you're going to be even more hungry. So then it's going to make it even harder for for you to to kind of stick to your, your plan. Hopefully, we have gone off on a bit of a tangent here. Absolutely. Yeah. So eat more protein and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Just to uh, to get one in. But yeah, so I think it's a double-edged sword for me. Um, With the labelling? Yes, let's go back to the <laughs> subjects of the podcast. It's a double-edged sword, I think. You know, people struggle to be aware of calories, but then they're kind of, obviously, it's going to be super generic advice and people have the idea, well, well, I'll just walk for half an hour and everything will be all right. Well, you walk in at three kilometers an hour. Is that an extra half hour? Is yeah, four kilometers an hour, five kilometers an hour. Um, you know, what do you wear, blah, blah, blah. So that's, you know, obviously just kind of generic just to give people an idea of it. But then is it going to demonize food for people which is not something that we really want? Hmm, I think... People have enough issues with food for food choices. For me, I'm going to say it's a good call. I quite like the idea. If it makes it, if it, makes it a bit more relative for people, then that's going to be a good thing. I think there's going to be more pros to cons. There's going to be some cons, like you say, and people... Be, have certain foods being demonised but then if they're currently blissfully unaware that a pizza is super high calorie then it's probably going to be a good thing yeah ideal world everyone gets educated by their nutrition <laughs> on making sensible choices and how different foods can fit into your day into your week into your meals um, I just think yeah it's a bit of a, a short term fix with a few issues for me but then how much could people do because you know in an ideal world people would learn more about their coping mechanisms oh yeah of course I think behaviour change but let's really go off of one now then Joe yeah, but most most diet you know even most common diets don't do that do they they don't look so much at the root behind the issue they just look at the symptoms which is people eating to mask something yeah everyone knows the fucking formula is eat more no eat more <laughs> move more eat less but, uh, you know, create a calorie deficit. Cool. Cool advice. Cool story. Thanks. That's not the fucking problem. That's not helping anyone. Everyone knows that. The issues are... What's she saying? What is she saying? She read. The issues are um, how or why you're not doing that consistently. Do you want to read someone's opinion out? Do you want me to read it out? Go on. So, opinion just come in. People shouldn't be eating just to exercise it off. I think it's a shocking idea and will potentially create more psychological behavioural issues for those who already have a bad relationship with food or drink. Good one, Dina. Each there. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I agree with some of that. I think the, the biggest bit of education, we don't want, added more, we don't want to get into that kind of idea where people are not choosing nutritious foods because of the calorie values or like, say, you know, going back to the whole idea of demonizing foods, it's just horrific. Is it demonising or is it making people more aware? It's going to be there. I think people demonise it. You know, how many people demonise carbohydrates? How many people demonise fat still? Cool. Yeah, Dana's just said, uh, why not create a label that highlights what food is in relation to average daily intake? Which makes sense, but then it totally depends on, you know, that's going to rely on people fitting certain bits of bats in, unless you mean like a, a kind of a percentage-wise, this is 30% of your daily calories. Something like I that. I think that's what she does mean. It's yeah. probably a better idea. Yeah. Whether, but I don't know the ins and outs of the studies, whether that's been tried or not. You know, you'd imagine that they've, I think it's 14 studies have been conducted on this pace labeling. So you don't know what else they've tried, what else hasn't worked, whether this is the most effective thing. I've not looked into the studies per se. All good? Yes. That's it. Hopefully by 20k cardio this morning burnt off that mince pie that I ate. Hopefully. But probably not the one that I'm about to <laughs> So thank you very much for listening, guys. Again, if the podcasts help you, 
Go leave us out in limbo. Me and Joe don't get many messages. Get off your phone. Um, Dina said yes, portion size, percentage of daily intake. I like it. Um, yeah, if anything we've said or if there's anything that you think we've got wrong or if you want to spread uh, your <laughs> spread your opinion. disease. <laughs> <laughs> spread your friends has got conjunctivitis. Bless him. Send him a word of love. Send him a prayer. Yeah, and drop us a DM if there's anything you want us to cover. If you've got any questions, then don't be shy. Leave us a message. And of course, always feel free to leave a fucking review on iTunes because we're about to hit 25,000 downloads. We're going to 25,000 reviews that you're going to 25,000 downloads. And we've got uh, six reviews. One's from me. One's from Joe. No, he won't fucking bother reviewing it. <laughs> one's definitely his mum. Definitely not. Cause Penny's that counts as mine. Not massive on the... Um, technology but yeah leave a review guys don't be afraid to message us tell us if you like the podcast or anything you want us to do um we're here to help that's what we want to do 